Welcome in to the world according to Sparky. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer along with Andy Spitzer and Kay Boris. This is going to be a podcast that you'll be able to tune in for each and every week. We'll record it on Tuesdays. We'll post it on Wednesdays each week. And uh, it's going to be about Disney for the most part. Now, we may sidetrack from week to week, but for the most part, it will be about Disney. If you listen to the Wendy's Big Show, you know I am a Disney, Disney dork, I guess I could say. And been there uh, several times over the course of my life. Uh, my fiance Kay Boris, obviously a Disney dork as well. And Andy Spitzer is our secret weapon. We utilize him for all things Disney, and we couldn't do a podcast uh, about Disney World without our secret uh, weapon, uh, Andy. So, Andy, let's start with you. How did you become a, a Disney dork? Because you're a, a Disney Vacation Club member yeah, as well, right? Disney Vacation Club. So, I remember the first time I went, my dad said, Hey, we're taking you to Disney World. And I had no idea what that was. What happened to us with our kids? They had no idea. They weren't <laughs> excited at all. The next day after we told them, they said, So, what do you do with this place? I was like, what do you mean, what do you do at this place? Like, what is it? Is it like Great America? Like, wh what do we do? That explained why they weren't excited, obviously. So that was the exact question I asked my dad. I was like, so what is this? Where are you taking me? And he said, I would come home from half-day kindergarten. I was five years old every day and play Mario Brothers 3 with the different worlds sure. on original Nintendo. And he says, it's kind of like that. You're going to a live-action Mario Brothers 3 with the different lands and the worlds. That's an interesting description. I've never heard that description before. So at age five, you go for the very first time. Yep. Uh, and then how did it progress after that? It was just, uh, I was hooked. I went on um, uh, the People Mover was what actually what hooked me. That so. is such a boring ride. <laughs> you like that, don't you, Kay? Yeah, I do. Yeah, she likes that. I, that's so boring. I don't understand the whole point of the whole ride at Epcot. Well, think of it, though. At five years old, you're not tall enough to go on Space Mountain. That's True. the only way you can get in. Ah, so to me that was like, what is this right. weird shaped building? And then that was the only way in. So I was really excited about it. Uh, see that that makes more sense. Why do you like the People Mover? I don't know, just because I like to people watch. People watch, <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, that's about the extent of it. All right, so okay, how did you get involved in loving Disney so much? When my parents had a video store, I just loved to watch all the new Disney movies coming in. And then my parents always talked about the Disney movies being in a vault. Right. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that, I don't know, it seems mysterious. Like, why can it only be out at a certain point? Sure. And then get hidden away. Right. So I wanted to watch them all and soak them all in. And Mickey is just my guy. Uh, Mickey <laughs> is her, her guy. And we're slightly obsessed uh, in our household. You know, the other thing about Disney World is, and, and I started off when I was younger, I was spoiled as a child. Uh, we used to go to Disney World like every Thanksgiving uh, oh, because of my dad's work. So cool. uh, I was plenty of times growing up to Disney World, uh, and I was there when you went to Animal Kingdom was first built. Uh, we mm -hmm. were there, uh, Hollywood Studios, when it was MGM Studios. That's uh, old school. Way back in the day when it yeah. was MGM Studios. Uh, so we were there through all of that. Uh, but for, for me, it was just, you know, they say it's the happiest place on earth mm -hmm. is what they say, right? And if if you're an adult, you know, it could be Vegas. Uh, it could be Hawaii. Uh, there's other places that uh, some adults would pick that would say, well, it's really not the happiest place on earth. It's this, this, or this. But for me, I tell you what, Andy, man, you get off the airplane in Orlando and you start seeing Disney signs and you start smiling, or at least I do. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, let's do this. This is going to be fun. For me, there's just not a better place to go to than that. Now, again, you're the Disney guy, so you've mm -hmm. been to World and Land. Kay and I haven't been to the land uh, aspect of it, but we both want to go. But for you, is it the same way? 
Yeah, I agree with you totally. There's just, as a kid, it was, hey, look at all these cool rides I get to go on. Right. And then as an adult, it was, that's the only place I can go that just totally clears my head of all stress. Like, once you get off the bus and they drop you off at the hotel, you're in. And you right. can be a kid again, too. You can be fine. And who doesn't want to relive their childhood, really? Well, and it's great, too, because you can really act like a complete dork. I mm-hmm. mean, let's face facts. I mean, we all are kind of dorks in our own way, no matter if it's us here in the studio or listening uh, to us on the podcast. We all have our own little dorky moments in life. But there, I mean, you can really act like a dork if you want. If you want to wear Mickey ears around the Magic Kingdom, you mm-hmm. go right ahead. People always get on me while I wear my Mickey Mouse dad hat. Uh, around the radio station. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. I, I love my Mickey Mouse dad hat. I complimented you on that the other day, actually. So. Right. You're a Disney <laughs> dork, so it, it's understandable how, how I get complimented uh, on that aspect of it. You know, the other thing, too, about it, Kay, is going to the different, staying in Disney World, the Disney World aspect of it, each place is so unique to itself. Like, the Magic Kingdom versus Epcot versus Hollywood Studios versus Animal Kingdom that that really you don't have to go to all the theme parks every time mm-hmm. you go yeah, you but do. you can well okay yeah but we're kind of obsessed <laughs> and every ride too but, right but you yeah. should probably yeah, you do magic kingdom every time and and then if you can do a two day hopper whatever the case may be check out a different park that goes along with with the magic kingdom cuz they're all different i love them all like i know there's some people that have like specifics like they only want to go to epcot or they only want to go to magic kingdom i want to go to all all of them but for you, how would you line them up as far as your favorites go and then why? As far as Magic Kingdom is probably one, I'm assuming. No. No. Wow. No. Oh, boy. I'm getting the death stare when I said <laughs> Magic Kingdom is probably one. All right. Epcot? Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Really? Why? I love animals. Oh, well, there you go. But it's not like a zoo. So, like, if you've ever been to Animal Kingdom, it's not really like a zoo. Now, Kay is going to tell you what we just found out that we missed. No, it's like there are places where you can go pet the animals. We haven't touched on that. Yeah, we've we've never, gone on the safari, and that has been our experience. We've That's never it. been to that part of it. Did you know there were places where you can go pet animals and everything mm-hmm. else? Yep. We've never done that. Oh, really? I've and there's animal. a train? I've yeah. Been, there's I've, a train Yeah, train See? that goes to Rafiki. I don't know. Uh, right. I don't know how we missed all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the petting zone thing at Animal Kingdom, I've been there, I don't know, probably like 10 times. Mm-hmm. Never knew it existed. Yeah, it's easy to walk by. It's kind of off the... There's kind of a sidewalk to get there, so it's easy to walk by. But it's definitely not a zoo. No. And that's the one thing that if you have kids and you're like, oh, we're going to go to Animal Kingdom at Disney World, it's like, oh, so it's kind of like the Milwaukee County Zoo. No. It's <laughs> nothing like the Milwaukee County Zoo, and it's very hard to describe, but they have a roller coaster there, right? Mm-hmm. Expedition Everest that you can ride, which is a very cool roller coaster. As we get into more specifics of these different lands and so forth, if you've never been there or have been there, we can get to that as we go forward. But there's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Gay talked about the safari, which is... Uh, essentially a, a big vehicle that you ride in and there's a group of people, I don't know, 30 people or whatever to mm-hmm. a truck or whatever it is. And it's, it's open air and there are no fences for the animals or anything of the sort. So they literally, if you're parked, they can walk right up to your vehicle. They can walk right in front of your vehicle. I mean, we had that happen right. where we were sitting there waiting for like five <laughs> minutes for an animal to walk in front of the vehicle before we could move. Right. And you see different things. Depending on what time of day you go, well, like yeah. the sunset one, 
we try to hit that and keep timing it all wrong. Yeah, the sunset uh, safari is always a, a cool one, too. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had anything crazy happen on any of your safaris at Animal Kingdom? We had a giraffe come uh, kind of right by the side, and then oh, he just kind nice. of stood in front of us and was backing up. Uh, I think we had like three Jeeps behind us, too. So. Oh, really? So you were there for a while, <laughs> Yeah, then. you just didn't want to move. Yeah, that's crazy, because you, you really do want to. And the other thing you do is... You know, they give you some of these fun facts in these different animals, mm-hmm. like the rhinoceros. They're they're saying is like the most vicious animal yeah. uh, that they have animal kingdom. I never would have thought a rhinoceros was all that vicious. No, the hippo. Or the hippo was. Yeah, you're right, the hippo. <laughs> I'm 41. Leave me alone. My memory stinks. <laughs> uh, but but fr- from from that aspect, you learn, too. And same with Epcot. You can learn different things about the different countries at Epcot. You can learn about just different things in I general with like science. At Epcot, all the different foods. And drink. Uh, at Epcot, right? That too. Yeah, if you like <laughs> alcohol. Uh, and, and then you also have Hollywood Studios. There's some learning, that, I think, that mm-hmm. goes into Hollywood Studios. And then there's some old school stuff like the Indiana Jones show uh, that happens there, the Rock and Roll Roller Coaster, the Tower of Terror. And then, of course, there's the Magic Kingdom, the original, which, again, I, I, for, for me, at night, on Main Street, what's better? I, I don't mean, think there is anything. What's, what's really better than all the Main Street lit up? Right, fireworks going off behind the castle. The castle all changing with all the different things, which they never had back in the day. By the way, this uh-huh. is all this newfangled stuff they do now <laughs> with computers. But they never had any of that. To me, that that is the perfect park, the perfect time, the perfect place for me. I always uh, tell Kay and the boys, I want to be the last night at Magic Kingdom every year. I want to walk out with that in my mind, the last thing I see before I get on a plane the next morning and to fly home. What's your favorite place and time? Of all the places at Disney World. Well, I agree. Magic Kingdom, end of and the night. day, fireworks, the yeah. castle being lit up with all the different scenes. Yeah, I think that's the best. You agree? I'm going to sound a bit arrogant, but with uh, the Vacation go. Club, <laughs> you get access to a lounge at the top of uh, the Contemporary. And you can oh. watch the fireworks, and they pipe music in, and you avoid the whole crowd. Really? Oh, no, I want to be in the crowd. And the Contemporary is is the the hotel where the monorail goes mm-hmm. through. Right. Yep. And that's been there forever and a day as yeah. well. Open I don't want to leave with the crowd, but I want to be in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's something to that. So that gives you an idea of kind of what this Disney World uh, podcast is going to be like. It's the world according to Sparky. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer from The Big Show, Kay Boris, and Andy Spitzer uh, as well. And as we go on for our second uh, edition of this, we're going to talk about kind of Disney for dummies, I guess, to a certain degree. You know, how to do the fast passes. Should you do fast passes? How to make reservations for the different restaurants? Do you have to make reservations for all the different restaurants. Where are some of the most popular places to go where you probably should make a reservations? How does the busing transport system work, staying at resorts versus maybe renting a house and getting a rental car? How does that work out financially versus the other ones? All the ups and downs of it. We'll do all of that coming up in our next podcast next week. Thanks for tuning in to The World According to Sparky here on The Fan. Toodle.